Welcome to Untangling Christianity. On this show, John and Greg attempt to diffuse destructive ideologies, unsnarl confused ideas, consider love and truth in Christianity. This is John. This week picks up where we left off in the last episode. If you haven't listened to that one, you might want to go back there for a little more context. The title of that episode was, What Belongs in the House? Episode 142. Here we go as Greg kicks things off. I mean, I guess it sounded both, I don't know, kind of sad and yet promising when you were talking about feeling, you know, in one sense, not really interested in podcasting, not really interested in who knows, like what's going on with this whole Christianity piece or I don't want to know. I don't want to go too far with that. I don't want to say something that's not accurate, but there was a reluctance, right? To kind of, to see this as a priority as opposed to some of the other things that are really attracting you right now and really kind of making your world jump and and move. And I, on the one hand, think that's great um, that you've got those other things that make your world jump and move. On the other hand, I thought, well, it's sad that this isn't, you know, this doesn't have a grip anymore. And yet I also thought it was really promising because when you first, when we first started the podcast, what I recall you saying to me was, we need to record this stuff. And we need to record it because I have to. This is you speaking. And correct me if I've got nah, this wrong. I remember this. <laughs> okay. Okay. But you said to me something along the lines of, I have to believe there's at least one other person out there who's in the same spot I am. And that by recording this stuff, we can be helping those people. Right? It's help. It's or at least give them. hope. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure, you know deliver a formula or a, a, a complete solution, but no. maybe some hope that, yeah, you're not the only one out there that feels this way. Right. And, and maybe through the discussion, there's, you, you know, there are resources that we can offer, maybe not a solution, but some resources. And so when you said to me, essentially, it sounded like if I use the metaphor of a ship, you're kind of in the doldrums relative to podcasting and maybe relative to Christianity. I, I, it's probably more complex than that. But it's sort of somewhere in that neighborhood. And I thought, why is that not an awesome place to podcast from? Because are there not a lot of people, not just who might find themselves in the doldrums relative to, you know, some activity relative to Christianity or relative to Christianity itself, but they're also in a position of being really excited about something else that's that's not, you know, this Christian thing or this ministry thing or this church thing. In other words, why it seems to me there are tons and tons of people likely in that position. And for you to kind of expand a little bit on that tension that you're experiencing, and for me maybe to, you know, interact and put some questions your way, I I think that that really can very well fulfill that mandate of being a resource to other people who are in the same spot. Okay. Yeah, I guess the the part the part is the part that sounds funny is oh we're in the I'm in the doldrums so what a great place to podcast from that that sounds like a recipe for putting people to sleep <laughs> and not being very interesting. Okay, so, not bringing so, the fire like maybe I did in some you know previous 
episodes, topics, books I've come across from like, oh, this is, we got to talk about this. <laughs> and right now there's like really not, you know, and occasionally they, they come, they're, they're much more few and far between where it's like, oh, we got to talk about this. It kind of feels like we've talked about not everything, but a lot of, I feel like we've covered a lot of what there is to cover at least so far. Okay. Now, uh, can I ask you a couple questions about that? No. So what about this idea of bringing the fire? Like, is that your job or is that what you think is going to be helpful or necessary? I think that makes for compelling listening. Like, I don't want to, I don't listen to any podcasts where people are just phoning it in. I mean, I listen to a couple episodes like that and it's like, okay, they've lost their way or I can't think of anyone that's lost their way. But I want to listen to engaging stuff that people really... Uh, believe in, kind of know where they're going. They're presenting some type of a solution or some type of an idea that has merit. And right now I don't see myself uh, being able to provide any of that. Okay. I, I hear you. I hear you. But it sounds like you're looking to present something that's relevant, helpful, valuable. The only piece I think that... And that gets piece- me fired up. And because okay. because I feel like that's important to bring some type of drive, some type of like, yeah, something behind it. Okay. Well, what I see happen when you bring the fire, when you bring the drive and the interest, is you are able to access your past situations and your experience and knowledge, and you're able to put them in play with in, a, in real life situations and bring out some of the reasons why some of the content that we might be looking at in a given podcast or discussion falls, it goes sideways, right? It doesn't test drive well. Mm-hmm. But I guess what strikes me here is you have every bit the same, it seems to me, ability to offer something, it's just in a very different vein, right? You're you're looking at current experience right now as to why it is, I don't know, let's say coaching is more appealing than stuff to do with the podcast or, you know, things that don't, things that normally catch your eye in terms of Christianity, just they're falling flat. Well, yeah. And I wonder that this just popped in my head. I wonder if it's, it's a, if we're in some type of a transitionary I don't know, changing of the guard. In other words, I would say the bulk, and you correct me if I'm wrong, I would say a bulk of our episodes were mine. Like, they were my topics. Mm. Mm. Maybe, like, 80, 85, 90% of the topics were, like, me saying, hey, let's read this book. Hey, what do you think about this? What about this idea? Oh, this doesn't make any sense to me. What about this? And so maybe we're kind of shifting more in the direction of, I don't know, you taking a a lead in that regard. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Although, you know, honestly, I think that today, instead of you bringing the topic, like I think with the last podcast, maybe this podcast, maybe a couple more, if you're willing. I am the topic. Be... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, which, is so funny, which is so funny because in my coaching, bringing it back yeah. to coaching, which I tend to do here, is yeah. one of the key aspects of being a really good coach is just working with whatever shows up. Not having a plan, not knowing where you're going to go, not knowing right. where the client, you might have a sense where the client wants to go or needs to go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But if you start the session with, oh, here's where we're going and here's how I'm going to ask this profound question and here's what it's going to look like. You've got a really like a 99.9% chance of that thing just falling completely flat. <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to the sessions I've done where, you know, I've got an agenda, someone has sent, you know, beforehand said, hey, I'd like to talk about this particular thing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of enter the conversation with, oh, we're just going to talk about this particular thing. Because if you start with talking about nothing, the session can really wander all over the place and feel like a right. waste of time to both people. But right. the magic has happened when using my training and my the tools that I've developed, we kind of, I ebb and flow with wherever the client is at and wherever they're wanting to go with the time that we have. So it's interesting insight. All right. Well, I, I like that working with what you've got, working with what you're given, right? If if I was to take the mediation spin on that, like how to, what, oh, yeah, what, what do you, yeah, curious. Okay. So as a mediator, I need to do two things that are really essential. One is in a generic sense, I need to take risks. But the other in a specific sense is counterintuitively, I sail the ship into the storm. You have to sail the ship into the storm. If you don't do that, that storm is going to get you anyways. The question is, can you allow the clients, can you allow the participants, can you facilitate the voyage into the storm and hopefully come to some kind of flow while realizing the storm is still there that's going to allow them to be productive even though there are chances all the time that the storm will swamp the boat. So I'm wondering, can we work with what's here, but can we also a little steer into the storm, even if the storm is, yeah, maybe I'm not so hot on. <laughs> or steer straight, so... into, steer straight into the doldrums. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. All right, so Why? steer away. <laughs> well, I mean... I, I, I would, I would, uh, my inclination, and l- let's give this a shot, I, I think, is to kind of mediate between the two sides of you right now. On the one hand, I talk to like ed- every other week, at least, maybe every week, a guy who is super excited, who is on target, who is focused, who is um, aiming and poised for success aiming at and poised for success in terms of coaching. And on the other hand, I talk with a guy who is feels like he's struggling, feels like he doesn't want to just show up in terms of the podcast, feels like, you know, there's questions about have we dried up all our content and all those sorts of things. And I'm wondering what type of conversation can be had between these two people, these two sides of you, if you like. Um, hmm. Well, and that ties into this this email that we got from okay. a listener, listener Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he right. listened to, I guess, the last one and liked it. Mm-hmm. And he he also raised a question for me here, which I thought was interesting. I don't know that I really thought through a clear answer, but he was talking about oh, the idea of running. He was he was. Suggesting, quote, the idea of reading the Bible through the lens of coaching was mentioned. It gave mm-hmm. me another thought. What is it about coaching that speaks so deeply to who you are? Is that from the divine? Is Jesus a coach? 
Might you be hmm. identifying with him without realizing it? Hmm. So thanks, Greg. Not you, mm-hmm. but listener Greg. Yes. For sending that in. Well, we, we always appreciate hearing from people. So I don't know. Does that tie into maybe where you want to go? Does that? Let's start there. Okay. What do you think about that? In other words, what type of connection, if any, do you see between coaching and Christianity? When you're when you bring the fire, I'll just throw some stuff out there and just you know, if one of them kind of you latch onto or piques your curiosity or whatever, grab it. When you bring the fire, when you're in that mode and you can think about being in that mode in terms of podcasting, how does that relate to coaching? How are they similar? How are they dissimilar? So um, uh, uh, this okay, something just popped into my mind. Hmm. So in the in coaching, there's this notion of a powerful question. Hmm. And so I think we have our most valuable conversations when there are powerful questions involved. A powerful question, nine times out of ten, it begins with the question, well, not nine times out of a lot of the time begins with the question of what? Huh. Not why, and not, is it this or is it that? Mm-hmm. Typically, if you're getting a yes, no response from a client, you're getting, you're not making much progress at all because you just kind of end up in this yes, no situation. And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really push the conversation deeper, mm-hmm. which in some ways kind of reminds me of some of the stuff we've looked at and talked about where it's like, well, there's only one answer here. You either read the passage and you get the correct answer, which is yes, or you get the wrong answer, which is no. (laughs) So I don't know. That's something that jumps out at me. Right. And what, when you're looking at that, you know, I'm just going to throw more more questions at you, but when you're looking at coaching versus podcasting, do they how do they interact well and, and is there a conflict between them they're different i know that but is there a conflict or what conflict if any do you see what is the relationship i don't i guess i would see them as very different because coaching is focused on the client like it's it's 100% about the client okay I would say in podcasting, in our conversations, it's about both of us. What do we think? What, what, what are the things that we see or the problems or the solutions or the ideas? It's, it's, more, it's more back and forth and it's a shared thing. Whereas in coaching, it's like, it's a, it's a shared relationship, but it's, it's 100% about the client. Right. I really good you. coaching. Some coaching will drift into the category of, you know, the coach telling lots of stories about themselves and sharing Mm -hmm. their experiences and though, and that, and that tends not to be as effective. Right. And and yet in, in podcasting, when you started off, you know, this discussion, you mentioned that I think your number was 80 to 85 or 80 to 85 to 90%. You're bringing the topics. And when you bring the topics, you bring the fire. So I, I hear you that there's yeah, which there's is the same way, which is the same way in coaching with a client. Like if if I as the coach bring the topic to the session, mm-hmm. there's probably an occasional place for that, 
Mm-hmm. But nine times out of 10, it's where is the client today? Where does the client want to go? What do they want to achieve? What, what do they need? What do they want? Once we figure that out, that's where we head towards. Okay. And then why in podcasting or what about podcasting would make it seem, I don't know, not appropriate or just not mutual enough if well, you it, consider it, well, yourself <laughs> in that sense, the client. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah, you're because, the one who because fuels then, it. Because if I were working, so if I was a client working with a coach and there was nothing that I wanted or thought mm-hmm. that that coach could help me with, I would end the coaching relationship. Right. You're I, wouldn't there because sh- I wouldn't show up. I would cancel. I would reschedule. I would say, you know what? I feel like we've kind of taken this as far as I need to go right now. Right. Okay. And so I wonder what the notion of self-discovery looks like in both places, right? Because one of the things that I've found through coaching with you is that I'm discovering things about myself and that's exciting, right? You just outed yourself as a client. Oh no. <laughs> should I, should I, should I, should I do, do a little? Po- All right, John's looking for clients. I've got to say on a personal level, completely unrelated to the podcast, superb coach. Jump on the opportunity. <laughs> no, because well, client confidentiality is like super, super important. So the fact that, I haven't oh, said that oh. I was coaching you, but you said that I was. So we'll just put that out there. <laughs> there you go. I'm breaking the coaching rules already. No, there's no no for the the client can tell who any the client can reveal whatever they want. No, I, I hear you. It's, it's the same, same with mediation. Okay. But my thought here, though, is like what I hear you saying right as a as a fundamental core notion within coaching is that there's a value to the client and i'm kind of connecting some of that value with self discovery and yet what i'm hearing from you when you bring the fire you're realizing there is a disconnect right but that disconnect and the fire that that causes for you let's say the frustration or the the irritation or the you know what the confusion that seems to also, I mean, my, my experience of being in a podcasting situation is that self-discovery is happening all the time for both of us. So I'm seeing this as similar. How similar do you see it to be? And what does that mean? Well, that, I guess that's what I was saying a little bit ago, which is, yes, there's been a lot of self-discovery over the last three, I think this mm-hmm. September would be four years. Mm-hmm. So... But, you know, most coaching relationships at a certain point end. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's not bad, it's not good, it's just what happens. And right. some last for a really, really long time. But right. mo- it, at a certain point, most coaching relationships just kind of run their course. And either the person's kind of, you know, achieved what they wanted to achieve, they've run out of topics, they've run out of whatever, or they said, hmm, I'm not the same person I was when we started this. Now I now I need to pivot and work with someone else. Okay. Interesting. So I guess out of what you said there, if we talk about, you know, relationship and distinction, I'm seeing a distinction here then between coaching and podcasting in terms of what our podcasts are about. Because mm. what, what I'm hearing you describe with coaching is coaching is essentially it, it's it's a client-driven activity. Yes, very much so. To okay. be to the, the richest at least in my own experience as a client and being a coach, mm-hmm. yes, when it is, and actually I take this back. Well, no, I stand by that. 
and I doubled down on it. In other words, I have done, I've been a client in a situation where I realized in hindsight that the coach was driving their agenda and not necessarily mine. And it right. didn't end up in a very good, it didn't turn out very well. Right. So okay. it is, so it is, yes, it is very much client driven. Right. Okay. And, and I would, I would say from my perspective, thinking about our podcasting, I see that to be more us being transparent about a lifestyle process. And that process of self is a, is a, of self-development when it comes to truth-seeking about beliefs, about who, about self, about God, and about the relationship between the two. And so my question to you is, well, first of all, I mean, I'm interested to know what you think about that distinction. Say say it again, my mind wandered just a little bit. No worries. So so coaching as a client-driven activity. But our podcasting is like a transparent view. You and I are allowing. It's a conversation. We, yeah, it's a it's a yeah. conversation of discovery, and uh, there happens to be a microphone in the room. <laughs> right, <laughs> metaphorically. But this, yeah, but it's this view into a process of a lifestyle of self development. Right, and I'm making this distinction between an activity. Versus a lifestyle. So it's like, you know, I probably mentioned this before. When my my daughters and I first started going to the gym, you know, we might be two weeks into it. And they'd say to me sort of three weeks into it, I'm like, Papa, do we have to go again today? <laughs> and I'd look at them and I would say, okay, this is not an activity. This is a lifestyle. This is not something that will find an end. It will metamorphosize. It will manifest in different ways it will find different rhythms but it does not end right and so we could choose to no longer be transparent with other people i think you and me we could choose to have these conversations on our own not podcast not share them or we could we could choose to much less frequently talk with each other about our own processes but i think there's part for me, there's part of what I believe in who I am. And I think it's the same thing for you, right? And you might have different reasons, different criteria that you would associate those, what you, who you are and what you believe with. Well, yeah, what we, what we do here is, is it, it lives out my mission statement, bringing order to chaos and clarity to confusion. Bam. Huge. Huge. So I've run out of things to, to get, you know, I've <laughs> the inventory of confusing topics has kind of dwindled. <laughs> right, but bringing order to confusion. Chaos. To chaos and clarity to confusion. Have I got it right there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, personally, I think that's something that's always with you, right? So I, you've, brought, you've run out of topics. I got 50 in my backpack. Right, that I can throw out there. And and I guess part of the question is if this is part if you if this meshes with your mission statement and this idea then of lifestyle makes sense with who you are, right, and who you want to be in the world, 
then the question isn't whether we keep going or whether you keep connecting with some of these confusing topics. The question more seems to be how. How do we make that work? How does that play out? And I guess the big thing that I see is that this lifestyle notion connects with your mission statement. And so for me, bringing this back to other people who may be listening and saying, yeah, I don't have much interest in Christianity. Yeah, I mean, like, I've accomplished some things. I'm kind of feeling okay about things. You know, and then there's, there's this kind of, um, you know, we did this. This, we, this is where we started. We started with the, how do I, how do I, you know, the Kyle Eidelman, not a fan, try harder sort of thing, right? We've already debunked that. That's not an option going forward. That is not a valid way, in other words, it seems to me for you to move forward with this same lifestyle, with this same mission statement. And I think it's pretty exciting that we're in a place where we can find other ways to answer the question, how? And I guess my question is, how does it feel if you think about having these types of discussions where you're not bringing the fire? Are you still, how much are you still able to be John? How much do you associate John in this setting with, I'm the guy that brings a fire? I hadn't really thought of it that way. I don't know. I guess as I reflect on a lot of the conversations we've had, some Mm. of them have fallen flat. Like, I think some episodes, I don't know how many we have that we haven't published. Can you remember? I think like, not too many. Out of 140 something, there's maybe been one or two, three, yeah. uh, like very few. Um, but I do think that the conversation has flowed better when we were both like really fired up about the topic. Okay. But, and it's but been, th- and it's, and it's been mm-hmm. more interesting to other, I think to potentially to other people. Like if you brought something on like right. hermeneutics and was like really, really like academic, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know how, how interesting that conversation would be. Right. Well, the, and there's a challenge there, right? But I think that how is pretty broad, but it's not so broad that it encompasses everything. How are we going to go forward? How are you going to go forward? Obviously not with stuff that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Right. And I guess I want to make a distinction, seems to me there is one, between exciting, and I think a lot of our podcasts have been a really exciting back and forth, and versus helpful. Because you could be excited, I can be excited, and it still doesn't mean that whoever is listening to us is necessarily being excited. But they might keep coming back because they're finding something that's helpful. It's not enough to move to excitement, but it's enough to come back because it has some value, right? And I wonder, I wonder if excitement is something that ebbs and flows, whereas this whole idea of a lifestyle and fulfilling a mission statement is a constant that you're just, we're just as people looking for different ways to perpetuate. So what would those different ways be? Like, would we deviate from Christianity as a central topic? Like, what? 
I get the yeah. sense you have some idea where you're going here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't honestly, done any pre-planning on this episode, so I really I have no idea where you're going. But I sense that you know where you're going. <laughs> well, I guess what's 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 striking me here is is I hear this idea of you bringing the fire. I hear this idea of you being excited. Well, excited, you know, excited, driven. Like I really want to know the answer. I really want. Either I really want to know the answer, or this is really confusing. Help clear, uh, yeah, back to where it started. Yes, it was not a fan. It was like, this book stinks. Like, there's some there's some dead, rotten animals here, but I can't tell what they are, where they are, what's going on. Right. Help me bring clarity to the confusion here. Right. Okay. And that that makes sense. But I guess what also makes sense to me is if this is part of your mission statement, and if this whole practice that we are being transparent about by sharing with others through our podcast is part of a lifestyle, then we can expect there are going to be low moments when you don't feel excited, you don't feel driven, right? When you don't have a topic. And hopefully the topic I bring makes sense and sparks some interest, right? But I think, I think interest is enough right? I don't know. I think excitement is awesome, but excitement and driven might be the, uh, the, 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 I don't know if it's caramel or whatever it is. And the, the, the cherry on top of the Sunday, I think you still got the Sunday, even if you don't have the cherry and the caramel, if you've got interest. And I think what, what would be helpful for people is seeing that this whole thing with the lifestyle, I'll come back to my kids, is, you know, one of the things I was trying to work with them is uh, on is this idea of lifestyle and that it's tied in with this thing about, about discipline, which doesn't need to be like drudgery, doesn't need to be a taskmaster, right? And it's it's been interesting to see my daughter go through the process, uh, my elder daughter, because she is now finally starting to see um, some real changes in her body that she's wanted just wanting to see. You know, she's exercising for health and she's exercising for body form. And she is now seeing that. But she's had all of these moments over the past almost seven months where she's wanted to quit. Not, not not like in the first two, three weeks. I'm talking like two or three months on and she's not seeing anything, right? And so I guess the analogy here is that, that interest plus a form of discipline, right, that's also self-rewarding might be a way forward. And much of what we hear in Christianity, and this this gets me excited, is about, you know, you've got to have this, this emotional connection all the time. And if you don't have that emotional connection, most evangelicals are of the mind that something's wrong. And I want to challenge that. And I think you are in a position to offer a living challenge to that as we go forward and as you feel your way through not being excited, but being interested. Not being driven, but seeing this as an opportunity to fulfill your mission statement and live out the lifestyle, you know, a lifestyle of being the person that you want to be in the world. I think that's enormous. Yeah, that's an intriguing perspective to put on the podcast. I never thought of it that way. 
how do you but how do you know when see i've always looked at it and i've always looked at this in the context of mm, i was gonna say marketing that's not true because yeah we were we were doing this just because like certainly well one it's one it's been really it's been an enjoyable process i know i've grown a ton in the process of just like talking out loud and recording it and just putting it out to the world and that's been like freeing on its own but i think i've also so i also produce podcasts for other people i go to conferences about podcasts so i'm kind of and and i also have a background in marketing and social media and that kind of stuff and the worst the worst marketing or social media you can do is just to do it to do it right and so i think i've off i have kind of lumped that in with what we're doing in the sense of we should never just do this to do it because we don't want to break a streak or because we don't want to stop because we started. We should right. do this because there's a reason. And so this idea of lifestyle and uh, that's interesting. That's but but I guess I would flip it back to you and say so so I don't know the way you're setting it up here it sounds like the podcast could never end. Well, I not think that we've that... Ta- we haven't talked about ending it, by the way. So <laughs> it sounds like this is our final episode or something, and, and it's definitely not. <laughs> Let me be crystal clear. <laughs> it's it's not. But yeah. So, but how would you know when to end it? Well, I think I think when we both say, or when either one of us says, you know, I just can't go on, or I don't have the time, or something comes up. But I see the podcast. The podcast isn't isn't the the, the quintessential, the essence. The essence is the podcast is a transparent view into how you and I are working through this lifestyle of self-development, right? And so you can link this very clearly. As it relates to, to Christianity. It, it, yeah. So yeah. What, if, what if in a given month I have no new developments? Well, and, that, and that's the question of coming back to goals. So you mentioned goals. You mentioned it's enjoyable. You mentioned growth. You mentioned you've increased in your technical skills. You produce podcasts for other people. My question to you are, it would be, what other goals would be valuable? And what's the process of unearthing or realizing other new goals? You know mm. now that, that, this, well, that's Now that's interesting because it takes that, then it takes us in a different direction, which is, I think of this as just a hobby. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of our podcast as just something, it's a hobby. I don't, I have never thought of it as like a lifestyle or, uh, obviously we have no (laughs) business. Like this is not a lead generation tool or, (laughs) which is what a lot of people use podcasting for these days. It's, it's, you know, spreading their brand and, uh, you know, getting noticed and complimenting their book or their conference or whatever. And they don't have any of those things. So yeah, so the thought of like setting goals for the podcast, in some ways, if we were to go that direction, it's in some ways maybe it would be upping our game. Yeah, yeah, or you know, setting those 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 personal goals in terms of how you want to see your mission statement being uh, furthered through the podcast or what have you, you know, and and I. Yeah, uh, my sense is this whole idea of a lifestyle, this whole idea of um, finding your life goals 
being best expressed through Christianity. Then we let go maybe go back about 15 podcasts or so. We were talking about my spouse making that comment that Christian, you know, what is it about Christianity? Christianity fits with, fits best with my life goals. And looking at, well, what are those life goals? You know, how do they work out? And I just see so much value in the fact that you are where you're at. Because I think the majority of people, once they're honest about stuff, the majority of evangelical Christians, I don't think the Kyle Eidemans, uh, David Platt, uh, Francis uh, Chan's, uh, what was the term for them? Kind of the oh, the radicals. The, the, that article yeah. of Christianity today, they call them the radicals. Right. This kind of radical, try harder, push harder thing. I don't think that's the right way to go. But I think that being in the doldrums, or if you want to say, hey, I'm totally attracted by this thing over here, which is not like, I, I, I'm not, I don't know, smuggling arms or, or selling drugs or whatever. It's not something radically anti-Christian. It's just not clearly associated with some Christian thing. I think that's totally normal. You know, and it may not be the way, it's not normal, I don't think, in the sense that that's the way that life should be all the time. But that that's the way that life should be some of the time? Yeah. And then the question is, okay, if your mission statement still has you connected with bringing order to confusion, correct me if I get it wrong. Order to chaos. (laughs) Bring order to chaos and clarity to confusion. I think that there's really something valuable about struggling through into a new, I don't know, almost like building a new muscle. I remember you, we were talking when I was in Switzerland and I was feeling really tired and you said to me on one of the podcasts, you know, maybe it's like you've been really working out hard. And you're developing this new muscle and this new way of doing things. It seems to me that if you can add an interest-based orientation to an excitement and a drive-based orientation, that's really valuable. Well, and yeah, I guess one thing that pops up, you mentioned, you know, Susan's comment about, you know, Christian Christianity best embodies her values. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I'm anywhere near that. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, does it? I don't know. Um, well, I hear that. And, and I, I, you know, I'm not going to say that's not accurate, but you've been in this game, if you like, this kind of, um, process that we've been going through for a long time and i don't get the sense from you that you are simply looking to make stuff ordered and clear i get a big sense of self-involvement in that in other words i don't get the sense that you just you know you kind of we talk about uh not a fan we read through it we you know pick it apart and you walk away and say, oh, okay, there, I understand that. But there was a, more so this idea that, okay, I'm free from these notions. These notions that were hanging over me and that have been troubling me and that have played a part in debilitating me, 
they've lost their power. How accurate does that sound? No, that's pretty accurate. I mean, that's, and that's the last conversation, which is we've dragged all this stuff out to the dumpster, but now what? Or I'm just, well, think, you know, I'm done dragging stuff to the dumpster for a while. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it's like a game of Sims or something, right? You, 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 you're now into, hey, do I want to, do I want to, um, I don't know, start refitting uh, this house or do I want to put on an extension or do I want to move, <laughs> right? Do you want to move and, and find a, a new place and uh, restart with it? I, I guess my, my hunch, and I'll just going to, throw this out there is there is a certain orientation that I hear from you that seems to represent legitimacy. And that if that orientation is there, if you don't feel excited, excited, if you don't feel driven, and if you're not bringing the fire, then you begin to question your legitimacy. And I would say, I don't think that that's the case, right? You could, uh, some people could be very excited and very driven. And I don't know how legitimate you know, the, the interaction may be. Whereas for you, it's more that when those... So you uh, see this as a cycle? I see it as a cycle. And In I other also words, see that there are certain markers you attach to, to making this authentic or to saying it is authentic and others that you attach to not being authentic. And, and I'm raising questions about how accurate that is. So you're advocating that it's all authentic. Well, I, I think that people can be dishonest, but one of the things I love about you is I don't get that from you. I never have the sense that you're not honest. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak one past you. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I that, guess. No. In other words, there's there's something about like you. It seems to me one of your deepest fears is you don't want to be perceived as not having integrity in this process. And my answer to you is, I think you'd have to work remarkably hard to not do that. And, and I, I don't, I'm not trying to say you're the best guy on the planet. I'm just saying you've developed skills and you have natural abilities that keep you from falling into the trap you least want to fall into. Fair enough. And, and I would say, hey, you know, recognize that. Doesn't mean you, you can, you know, walk around and never think about it again and you're impervious to this type of um, problem. But I would say, hey, you know, you've got a lot more ground that you can kind of scout over and, you know, uh, explore that doesn't have to be excitement uh, or driven, you know, drive oriented, and that might be really, really valuable for your mission statement and for who you are. And for some of that, you know, that personal connection that you have, like the Kyle Ottoman, and I'm free from this stuff now. Right. So this episode's been all about me and all about us. How would we make this about other people? Well, I think, again, I think there are probably a lot of people who feel like one of the things I don't hear from you also, I was going to say a lot of people who feel guilty. I don't, I don't hear a lot of guilt. I hear you, correct me if I'm wrong, more being at a point of decision and thinking, okay, I want to be honest and say, not too interested right now in podcasting, really interested in coaching. Um, you know, not bringing the fire to podcasting, bringing the fire to coaching. And does that mean that coaching's more where I should be going and I should be kind of, you know, tapering off the podcast somehow? And my answer is, I don't think so. Because I think there's something integral to that podcast 
what we're doing, right? We don't have to do it. We don't have to record it. It doesn't even have to be the two of us. But it works well when it is. Yeah, and, so that, that, people, <laughs> yeah I, and I would encourage you to bring something to do some solo ones. Well, yeah, and I, I and I could, but I find there's a magic there. You hook on to stuff, right? And I, I would. Uh, so, in other words, we've t- we've talked about this too, like this idea that you have a crap magnet. <laughs> you pick up crap. You'll, you'll throw me. Like I remember that. Like I've, I've, I've ruined so many of your work days. <laughs> I've lost count. I know. But you have more skills, right? You have the ability to pick salient points out. Right, you have the ability to bring, like, to pinpoint the lack of clarity or pinpoint like areas of really great interest. And I don't know. I think you really see it when it comes to the lack of clarity. I don't know that you see it as much when it comes to the interest. Hmm. Okay, so that's another kind of push towards this interest-driven thing. But to get back to your question for other people, yeah, what, like, what say, kind of challenge could I don't know, challenge or something to think about, like, as we wrap up. Well, I would say don't feel guilty. Acknowledge where you are. Try to figure out what is it. I mean, you've described coaching really well. And I think we together have come up with some definitions about what this podcast is. It's a transparent view into sort of some of this lifestyle of self-development stuff that we're doing. So I would say for other people, one is don't get mired down in guilt. You're not interested in going to church. You're not interested in anything church-related. You're not interested in anything ministry-related. But you're really interested in I don't I don't know coaching hockey, coaching baseball, uh, I I don't know tutoring kids. Great. Well, what is it about that? Lay it out, explain it, make sure it's clear to you. And then I think the thing about for us it's the podcast, right? But about Christianity in general is how can you move? And I would say this for listeners: how can you move from an orient from an activity orientation to a lifestyle? orientation. And I think that's probably part of a conversation, an ongoing conversation we would want to have. Right? Because you mentioned when I said lifestyle that it's a hobby, right? But you don't really think about it as a lifestyle. And I would I would push you in that direction. Right? And I, I would say it, it it aligns with your mission statement in a way that's big. And I would say if you'll let me, I would challenge that your mission statement is maybe bigger than just that wording about uh, uh, order and clarity. That there's a self-involving piece in there, right? Like the freeing and the freedom that came from working through not a fan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I was, uh, for listeners, I would just say, put aside the guilt. Start making some lists. Write down what you value about the things that you are doing, tutoring, your new business, coaching, who knows what it is, right? And write down some of the things that that don't seem to work about Christianity. And I would ask yourself a question, are those things activity related or are they lifestyle related? I'd love to hear some of those things too. I have no idea what our audience does (laughs) or what they're interested in. So send them our way. Feedback at untanglingchristianity.com place this in that yeah i'd be curious nice well should we leave it there i think so thanks thanks for yeah being open and let me letting me push a little bit all right
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Untangling Christianity podcast. A summary and resources for this episode are at our website, untanglingchristianity.com. If you'd like to join our private Facebook group or reach us by email, send your requests, questions, or even a simple hello to feedback at untanglingchristianity.com. Music on this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com and is licensed under a Creative Commons license.